Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of the Seton Hall Sports Poll Podcast. The Seton Hall Sports Poll is presented by the Stillman School of Business and the Sharkey Institute at Seton Hall University. I'm Seth Everett, the host of this podcast. The director of the Sports Poll is Rick Gentile. Rick, right around the time of this recording, because you never know when people are listening to a podcast, the winter meetings are going on. It signifies the end of the calendar year for baseball. And then it doesn't start up again unless you're Kurt Schilling going to the Arizona Diamondbacks on Christmas night. It doesn't start up again until the Hall of Fame. And I always say that if you think that talking about home runs and pitch counts in May is more exciting than the Hall of Fame debate, it is completely a myth. Baseball talk is never better to me than in January. So I love that you guys started the poll by talking about Hall of Fame stuff, whether it's steroids, whether it's controversy. I don't care if you want to do a sports poll asking what hats these guys should wear. I find that stuff fascinating. The impetus for um, asking the question was really Joe Morgan's statement about two, three weeks ago where he said that um, that the current Hall of Famers, the live, obviously the living Hall of Famers, uh, would be very much opposed to the Hall allowing in or the writers voting in steroid guys cheaters he said it would belittle the, the accomplishments of those already in it would you know make make the hall it would kind of cheapen the hall and um and i thought wow it, i'd never remembered any kind of powerful statement like that from from hall of fame members and um so i wanted to see if if the public was you know in agreement or not assuming they were i think generally speaking we assume that the public is is sort of okay with steroid guys not getting in um, so we asked the question. Right. But the, the, the only thing about it from, from that standpoint is, you know, you make these assumptions and, you know, that's always been Jeff Adelson's whole point. Jeff Adelson's the president of the Hall of Fame. And, you know, we have to understand also that the Hall of Fame is an entity. It's a museum. It's not baseball. And that's not necessarily it's not Rob Manfred's place. It's not Bud Selig's place. Well, and, um, and, and more to the point, it's it's the writers. It's the it's the baseball right. writers. Of writers, who, the, right? Which is a union, right? Which yeah, is a union. exactly. Right. Um, you know, and, I th- I don't know that people are are all that aware of that process of how that works. That that it's a vote of, you know, sort of long long time members of the baseball writers association, which is a union. Right. You have to be um, in that union for ten years, etc. Yeah, you have to be you know, in for ten years, and you have to be active for. for uh, you can't be inactive for over a year. Well, but that's that's yeah, but that's nebulous because there are certain guys that write, for example, marketing columns for uh, MLB.com that still have their Hall of Fame votes. That's true, but all all that I mean is they have to have been involved in some way in baseball. I don't know how that's correct. I mean, originally they wouldn't allow websites; they had to eventually allow websites. And you know, my argument against it, I've always said, and it's not to be self-serving. I'm not trying to be, and I don't want to sound like I am. 
But I think electronic media should have Hall of Fame votes. Vin Scully should have a Hall of Fame vote. Bob Costas should have a Hall of Fame vote. Uh, Carl Ravitch should have a Hall of Fame vote. These guys have covered the sport as much as any writer. And just because they don't put pen to paper, which, by the way, nobody puts pen to paper anymore. And there isn't even ink anymore. So it's it's just amazing how if you look at the constituency, I would say over 50 percent of that constituency of the people who have Hall of Fame votes are trying to get into electronic media. Well, yeah, and and I've always been opposed to the process, and I was. I am a former baseball writer. I was a baseball writer for nine years, so I missed out on getting to vote for the Hall of Fame uh, when I went to CBS. And I argued at the time that I'm not leaving the sports media. I'm simply leaving the Baseball Writers Association. Uh, But such is life. I'm not a fan of the process, and I I don't think that that baseball writers should determine who gets into the Hall of Fame. Um, But you know, it is what it is. And, uh, but I, I did want to see if the public agreed okay. with the stance of what has, what has been the stance of the baseball writers. Now my, my old, you know, argument, the reason why I brought that up is because I've always said that if you allowed electronic media, you'd get a more liberal vote. And I think the chances of Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, any of these guys would come from, uh, electronic media if that was ever the the case. Joe Morgan is taking a hardline stance. Joe Morgan has also publicly supported Pete Rose. So it just, you you look at it, and this is where I thought the poll was indicative of just how people don't cover this correctly. You know, baseball, you know, Joe Morgan recommended that players with a history of drug use or performance-enhancing drug use during their playing careers should not be voted into the Hall of Fame. Do you agree or disagree? Sure, I agree. Sure, I agree with that. But I also can say that Barry Bonds uh, testified and was sued for libel. No, what was he sued for? Um, Lying. Uh, Perjury. 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 Well, yes. He was sued for perjury because he claimed under oath that he never knowingly took steroids. And this is more a statement about our, our court system and our judicial system. He was acquitted. And well, the, the, he was the, found guilty. He was found guilty of obstruction of justice. Let's get the facts straight. Barry Bonds was found guilty of obstruction of justice for when he testified in front of a, a, in a, a to a grand jury, and he was asked that question if he took drugs, and he said he never knowingly took took steroids. And a year, and he was convicted, and and actually served a sentence. He was under house arrest for a while, and and was on probation, and. Um, and a year later, give or take, uh, the, the conviction was overturned because it was ruled that it was Correct. sort of kind of invalid. The reason that he was convicted of obstruction of justice is that they said he gave a rambling answer to a question about, about steroids. Well, um, so but it's the not question, to say that there's not absurdity in the, in the courts. There but, is. But. But, but, but my whole argument is, is there are guys that I, you know, and I've covered this sport. There are guys that are in the Hall of Fame now that I had heard as much about steroids as Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens. The only difference was, no, but, you know, I always say that Barry Bonds dealt with the wrong lab and Roger Clemens had the wrong trainer. Uh, that that that's why those it's not because they had the most wins the most strikeouts and the most home runs it was they they got hooked on with the wrong people and if you read game of shadows you can you can prove that because my whole thing was you know are we go where do we draw the line you know for joe morgan to make a blanket statement i just thought was unfair because 
you're, you're telling me that Mike Piazza did not get in on the first ballot because writers had suspicion. He gets in eventually and he's in the Hall of Fame, but the suspicion still existed. He just never got caught. Well, there's several guys who have now recently gotten in who were who were rumored to be sure. you know, Greg Biggio. drug guys. Yep. And that's and that the big problem w- to me has always been that um we we really don't know who who was clean and who was dirty. We we almost have no idea. We can suspect anybody we want. Um, but we really don't know, other than guys who who actually tested positive. And again, keep in mind that until 2003, there was no rule in baseball. There was right. no testing in baseball. There was no so testing. There was a rule, a, but there was there, no testing. Right, exactly. So there's, you know, it's such a weird kind of gray area that that the, that a blanket statement by Morgan that steroid guys shouldn't get in is is a bit absurd. Um, right, and that was my probably, only point. Probably, you know, right. would anybody bet that steroid no steroid guy has gotten in <laughs> to this point? Um, so you know, yeah, it's and, impossible. And, right, it is impossible, and. Anyway, we when we asked if people um, uh, kind of supported what Morgan said, uh, 62% said yes, that they agreed that players should not get voted into the Hall of Fame if they were if they use performance enhancing drugs. 26% disagreed. So uh, obviously, a fairly overwhelming, you know, majority say yes, story guys should or no, story guys should not be allowed into the Hall. That's it. I was going to say, we followed that up by asking the very question that we're talking about. And the question as asked was, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens were players with Hall of Fame caliber careers before they allegedly began using performance enhancing drugs. Do you think they should be elected to the Hall of Fame? Um, And, you know, I, I, I would argue with anyone who would say that they did not have Hall of Fame caliber caliber you know, careers until, the, the, you know, the 2001, two, three, whatever. Um, in right, that, well, right. <clears throat> excuse me, in that 35% said, said that um, they thought that they should get into the hall. 49% no. So it's, it's a little bit closer, obviously, than the previous question, which was 6226. Um, so what does it mean? It means people still don't support even, even in quotes, Clemens and Bonds, despite the fact that they, you know, that, that while they were clean, they were Hall of Famers, and then they, you know, and then they got dirty later on in their careers. But it's, but it's a little more acceptable than the, than the, the Joe Morgan statement. Well, the more question think that they should get in. The question, you know, the, the, the phrase in that question is before. And I always laugh at that because, you know, cheating is cheating. And the reality of it is, is, you know, what you were before does not get honored. That's like saying, you know, we're, we're, we're going to honor, you know, Aaron Hernandez, you know, in OJ Simpson, you know, well, I, I, think, I just, yeah, but I think the baseball situation is a little bit different. I don't necessarily disagree. Cheating is cheating. The, but the baseball situation is a little different because again, there was no testing until 2003. So so if you argue that up until 2003, theoretically, everybody's clean. You can, you can right. have rumors about anybody. Right. Um, by 2003, you know, their, their careers were so solidified that they could have quit, you know, never gotten involved in any disputes. Clemens was not even, even speculated about, well, certainly not as much as Bonds, until he insisted on a congressional hearing 
till Andy Pettit basically said, yeah, Roger used. Well, um, it, right. That was the whole so Mitchell it's, it's report. Just everything, everything in this whole subject to me is muddy. You know, that's kind of the way I feel about it. Right. And, and I, I just think, you know, the, the Clemens story is pretty well documented. He, he was, you know, considered by uh, then general manager Dan Duquette to be washed up. And he didn't like that. Uh, he was traded away from Boston, went to Toronto, started using and became a two time Cy Young Award winner and won another Cy Young once he went to New York. Barry Bonds was this player with with uh, Pittsburgh. He goes to San Francisco, but he witnesses. Uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa having that home run chase in 1998 decides to start using. I mean, the stories are textbook and they and they are well well documented. And the fact of the matter is is that it, with both those guys, I, I just think that if 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 you're not going to draw a line in the sand, I just have to look at actual evidence. And both those guys went to court and got evidence thrown out. And I, I just think that in in those circumstances, I think that's the hard part about letting them in or not letting them in. I thought Mark McGuire should have gotten more Hall of Fame uh, consideration because, you know, if you think about where baseball was at the strike of 94 and the cancellation of the World Series, Cal Ripken may have brought baseball fans back. Mark McGuire brought everybody back. Yeah, no, and that's true. And that's and, sport, you know, that's sports all... not what it is without there is no MLB.com without Mark McGuire. That's true. And, 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 you know, baseball with all of the kind of, um, uh, well, it, it, certainly in the case of Bud Selig and Barry Bonds, there was a, sort of a lot of holier than thou, you know, Barry Bonds, it's a disgrace that he's winning, that he's breaking the home run record and all that. Um, I didn't ever see anybody giving money back to the networks right. or giving, or giving penance back, you know, saying, oh, the 1998 Yankee team had a lot of steroid guys. I don't remember anybody taking penance away. Um, you know, it, 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 the whole, the whole situation, again, as I keep saying, was, was so kind of screwed up that it's, it's impossible for me to believe now that a group of writers, baseball writers, who I didn't anoint to have this great honor, um, have, are making the decision and cherry picking who they think were clean and, and not clean. Um, you know, it's, it, to me, it, the whole process, as I said, is absurd. And as you said before, in January, it's fun to talk about who's going to get into the Hall of Fame. But when I re when I think about the process, I don't I don't find it to be fun anymore. I want it to be well, kind of annoying. I've I've always said uh, the Hall of Fame is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful place. I encourage everybody to do two things: go once to a Hall of Fame induction weekend, and then go another time when it's not induction weekend. Um, if you ever can download my podcast with Sports with Friends. Uh, Jeff Idelson's been on a bunch of times. I, 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 the people at the hall of fame are so nice. Uh, the stories that you hear about the people who run that and the, the great care of history that these guys take care of. It, it's, it's truly fascinating. That being said, the voting process is an absolute sham. Yep. I mean, there's, there's no other way to say it. It's yep. just a sham. And, and the fact is, is that, you know, as long as it's antiquated like that, and that's why I'm an advocate of, of getting electronic media. And I just think there needs to be a louder voice. And uh, one change that's happened is they've now made it require that if you vote, uh, your vote has to be public. 
And so now we'll get to see everybody who gets in and every who everybody votes for. You'll see the three idiots that didn't vote for King Griffey Jr. And you know, right. you'll, you'll well, see it all used to the, be, It used things. to be that, you know, like when Willie Mays was, I mean, the, the, the deal was nobody was ever elected unanimously or, or you know, in recent years. Willie nobody Mays had, did not yeah. get everybody's votes. Right. You're like, what? Right. People think, <laughs> right. People think that Mariano Rivera is going to get it. But right. I, I don't think so nobody because no, no be, because somebody will penalize him in the first ballot because of the fact that he's a one inning closer as opposed to some of the other Hall of Famers that were three inning closers, you know, the Goose Gossage and the Raleigh Fingers and the Bruce Suiters and, and, and whatnot. So and, you know, and my whole argument is I, I don't want to vote Trevor Hoffman or Mariano Rivera until Lee Smith gets in. I also think Jack Morris is a Hall of Famer, and I. But think- see, you're, you're you're using a logic that's your logic, and and you're sure. and you're a baseball guy, and you're entitled to it. Sure. And this is this is kind of my argument. It's that, you know, I don't know what argument. I, I don't even know any any baseball writers anymore. So I'll just, you know, <laughs> when when Jack Lang used to be doing this, and back in the day, I never I didn't agree with Jack Lang on anything on earth, on any <laughs> subject, and yet. You know, he he was determining who gets into the Hall of Fame. Gaylord Perry, great career, three hundred game winner. You know, hot Cy Young. Yeah, he cheated his entire career. The only reason he became successful is because he discovered the spitball. He was pretty much a mediocre guy. Yep. He oh, was it's, a cheater. He was a it, cheater. The hypocrisy go. It, it knows. Yeah, no that's balance. what I mean. It's like what, what, what you know. Where it's does it end? Where does the, and 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 who is the arbiter of this? Some baseball writer in Toledo? Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. No offense, Toledo. I'm crazy about it. No. <laughs> and, and, and it's tough to get into the uh, the Baseball Writers Association of America if you cover games in Toledo. Right. The Seton yes. Hall Sports <laughs> Poll is presented by the Sharkey Institute at the Stillman School of Business. The director of the poll is Rick Gentile. I, I just hope, I, I don't know if anybody of the poll, people who took the poll had as much fun discussing this topic <laughs> as you and I do. <laughs> And isn't that always the way? <laughs> Not every podcast, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's a Trump-free podcast. That's what I like. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's why this has been my favorite couple of questions. <laughs> now, if he tweets about this, I'm not asking any more questions about it. Staying away from it. Happy holidays. We'll see you in January. Take care. Thanks, Seth. That's Rick Gentile. I'm Seth Everett. This is the Seton Hall Sports Poll Podcast. Thanks for listening. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.